Oh my gosh, Golden Hour? Golden Hour. You heard about Golden Hour? What's Golden Hour? Hell yes, I'm watching Golden Hour. What are you doing on Wednesday? Hell yes, I'm watching Golden Hour. What are you doing on Wednesday? What's Golden Hour? Oh my gosh, Golden Hour? Hell yes, Golden Hour. What's Golden Hour? Welcome to Golden Hour. Hey guys, I'm Dee. And I'm Lou. And welcome back to another episode of Golden Golden Hour Talk. Talk. So Lou, what's new with you? Um... Nothing really. Um, I've just been doing my B-term classes, going to practices, which I really love, and doing the podcast with you. <laughs> love that. Uh, yeah, so I have been struggling with Physics 1120, but it's kind of fun. I really enjoy it. I just like getting used, getting used to like new lectures and like new ways of like professor speaking. Like my previous physics class had it all like in one lecture, and this mm-hmm. one's in like a bunch of little mini ones. So I'm yeah. like, oof, no, really don't want to do that one. That. <laughs> yeah, but you know, B term classes and whatnot. I love my B term schedule. Um, which reminds me, if you don't like your B term schedule, there is still time. Actually, no, there's I, not cut time. That, cut that. There's no time anymore. If you don't like your B-term schedule, talk to your academic advisor, because that's what I did. My original B-term schedule was trash. I did not like it. I didn't either. I saw it. And I was yeah. like, oh, what's that? <laughs> yeah, what's that? <laughs> so I just, I emailed academic advising, and they really helped me. So my tip of the day is really to go and change your schedule if you don't like it. Uh, so today's segment is going to be something new, a little bit lighter than our last podcast, um, and we're calling it... So you have a black roommate. And so, please don't take offense by the name. This is for everybody who is not a black person, doesn't identify as like black or African American, especially those of you who don't identify as a person of color, period. Yep. Uh, just talking about things to be aware of when you're like either first having your black friends, like getting new black friends, having a black roommate, and like just things like that you shouldn't say or shouldn't be doing that are common sense to me and Lou, Mm -hmm. but aren't, like, but could not be common sense to you. Like, things that you might not know you're doing that are either racist or just rude or, um... Offensive. Offensive. Yeah. Uh, Just things that I think you should all worry about. Um, Because, you know, because not everyone was taught all this. Like, we didn't, it wasn't really taught in school. So, I think it's an important thing to talk about, you know, on the side. So, full disclaimer, Luasa and I, we understand that... Our stuff is just opinions. We are not licensed professionals or anything like that. Yes, we, we aren't really here to teach you how to act. We're just here to give you advice, you know, because we have some experiences from before. And I know we would have loved if um, someone or uh, our friends and roommates, you know, was taught these. Yes. And this is all just based off of our personal lived experiences and how we choose to walk through spaces as black women. And this might not reign true for all of your black friends and black women. So please don't take what we say as gospel. Just consider it, especially if you know Luessa and I, just watch yourselves with these things. Yeah. And if you are racist or sexist or homophobic or whatever, get off our podcast. Yeah. Sorry, this space is a safe space. We support everybody. We support the LGBTQ plus community. We support Black Lives Matter. We support every single person just yes. being true to themselves and being their most authentic selves. And if you're not about that, then you're not about the Golden Hour Talk and we don't want your support. Bottom line. <laughs> so please, 
Um, just remember to keep things light and safe space for everybody because we really want everybody to feel welcome here and supported in regards to our podcast. So if you're not with it, then you're not with us and that's on you. That's not on us. Period. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay. let's get started. So let's get into it. So we want to start off with a few do's and don'ts. And some of these, again, might seem like common sense to you, but I guarantee you it's not common sense for everybody. You learn something new every day. You learn something new every day. So I will do the honors of saying the first do. Mm -hmm. Do respect whatever culture your roommate has and let them feel supported and respect them respect them and their culture exactly now don't go overboard and start appropriating like there is a very big difference between appreciation and support and appropriating and ignorance so let's say your roommate's culture comes with like a for like a specific style of how they dress they wear specific clothing they wear specific pieces whether that's religious or otherwise it's like one don't make comments about it don't call it weird don't make jokes about it don't play with it don't try it on like somebody's culture is not your costume which is a big thing around halloween do not wear someone's culture as your costume don't think that by going out and buying one for yourself just to wear for fun, that's not being supportive. That's appropriating and it's very rude. And that goes along with not asking stupid questions. Yes. So with the questions part, it's, it's fine asking questions because asking questions is a good thing. You want to exactly. know more information about the culture or whatever. But um, there are like some degrading questions. And like lots of stereotypes. Like make sure your questions are coming off in an you want to be informed way and you're trying to learn rather in a I heard this really obnoxious really gross stereotype about your culture and where you're from and I'm perpetrating it and making you answer stupid questions and I would just like to say for the maybe if you're the black roommate experiencing this it isn't your place to teach your roommate these things that so. you do not you do not owe anybody an explanation and for our white counterparts and our non-student of color counterparts, please understand that your roommate of color, they might not want to educate you on it. And that's within their right. Because it is not your roommate's job to teach you how to be respectful of other people's culture. Because I'm sure you wouldn't like it if somebody was asking a bunch of ignorant questions about you and your family's traditions and things that are important to you. So please understand that some people just don't want to talk about it. Some people don't feel like explaining every day, and they shouldn't have to. Yeah, just all you need is your support. So support, and you're good. Exactly. So the next do is respect that for them, politics might not be, like, a simple thing. I know that everybody knows about the election going on right now, which reminds us, do your part and vote. 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 Anyways, back to the topic. Please understand that for some people, politics are about their human rights. Politics are about their rights as people. Politics are about their future, about history, about how they're going to be able to walk through the world. And some people don't have the luxury of being able to say that, like, they're not a political person, politics isn't important to them. Please understand that sometimes political views are about more than just politics. It's about their absolute human rights and like important things for their families especially if they're immigrant families like mine and has to do with like being able to see family etc etc like politics are 
important to people on different levels for different reasons. And for a lot of people of color, or at least for myself, politics is about race. Yes. A lot of it. Yeah. And with that being said, don't invalidate their political opinions, even if you don't see race as something that has a political effect. Exactly. It's very important, even just on a normal basis, to not invalidate the way that people are feeling. Because when you invalidate how somebody is feeling, you make yourself closed off to them being able to come to you and talk to you about right. important things. And as we all know, talking and openly communicating with your roommate about what's working and what's not is very important. And if you're invalidating their feelings about a really big part of their identity, it's not going to work out. Yes, and you may just also make them feel small and feel like what they have to say is meaningless and we don't want that so going off from that it's really important to make sure that if you and your roommate of color disagree on politics and they're in their mind it's a race issue please don't fight them on that please do not fight them on that because if you are somebody who does not deal with racism on an everyday basis, if you're somebody who is not looked at differently because of the color of your skin or because of your family's history or because of where you're from, it's not really your place to tell somebody that their feelings about how they're treated based on how they look and how they walk through life are invalid. That's not your place. And that's not fair. And you can't even tell them because you've never even gone through that. So exactly. how would you know? It's all about not invalidating somebody's experience and the way that they walk through life. Now, is this applicable to other situations? Of course. This is applicable to things like being in a different class. This is applicable to sexuality and gender identity and, of course, things like that. However, Leslie and I personally are not members of the LGBTQIA community, and therefore we feel like we are unable to discuss those matters. Um, but we do give our full support. We do give our full support and would love to have somebody come up here and talk to us about it and do some education and we're looking into that. So we're going to focus this conversation only on students of color because that's who Louise and I are, especially women of color. Um, but we understand that, that go that's like more than just a one-way street. Do research before asking any offensive questions. Now, what we mean is if you have a question for your roommate, and you're wondering if it is like racist or if it is culturally insensitive or something like that, do a little bit of research. And I'm not talking like go to a Wikipedia page or go to like a website that doesn't make any sense. Like make sure before you're asking a, like a question or something that it's not rude and insensitive. Right, right, right. Um, for instance, if your roommate is a black woman, do not, do not ask if her hair is real or if it's hers. That is offensive. That is offensive. It is offensive. It is offensive. Because that's basically, you're making the assumption that all black women or females, if they have long hair, it's not theirs. It's not naturally theirs. And that's just simply not true. For example, Dee right here, <laughs> she has some beautiful, long, luscious hair. And I know, I know you guys all see it. <laughs> and it's all hers. It's naturally hers. Yeah. So you cannot just ask, oh, is that yours? And for everybody who's confused, there is a stereotype that goes around that black women of color specifically cannot grow long hair, or if they grow long hair that it's not cute or that it's not nice. Like there's a whole stigma around curly hair in the curly hair community. There's a lot of that stuff going around. So it is rude and it is based on race. It is a racially insensitive thing. It's one of those things called microaggressions, which if you don't know what microaggressions are, they're essentially 
kind of like diet racism and it's a lot of times people don't even realize that they're doing it a lot of times people don't know that what they're saying is offensive but i'm telling you right here right now i get very offended it's offensive that also goes along with don't touch their hair do not touch their don't hair don't touch my hair don't touch my hair <laughs> no but i'm so serious the amount of times people have touched my hair the amount of times i cannot stand it because do you're not a pet i'm not a pet okay story time story time one time i was in the cape and i was in middle school okay so i'm like i'm 12 years old i'm at the cape with one of my friends i'm at her family's cape house you know you know um mm -hmm. and we're waiting in line for ice cream and i had just done my hair and now one of my friends was white and the other one was also black and my other black friend had straight hair. She had it permed. And I've never had permed hair. My hair has always been curly. My mom never let me perm my hair. I thank her for it now because perming your hair is not healthy for your hair. Yes. And I'm very glad because my hair has always stayed healthy. Anyways, I had my hair down. And I don't usually wear my hair down. If you see me, a lot of times my hair is in a bun. A lot of it is due to this reason. And we were waiting in line for ice cream. Again, I am 12 years old. And there's this woman behind me. And she happened to be white. And... She comes over and I'm short. I'm about 5'2 right now. And before I was like maybe five foot. Like I've, I've always been short and she's tall. She's very tall. She's blonde, comes over, sniffs my hair. Not a word, not a word to sniffs. me. Sniffs, what? dead, sniffs my hair. What would make her sniff your And hair? I'm sitting here like, uh, um, oh, 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 what do I do? What do I do? I'm looking at my friends. They're not even batting an eye. They're not batting an eye. Like, they're just, they're like sitting around like, it's normal. I'm like, whoa, this woman's sniffing my hair. That's and she's like, oh my God, can you, can you, can you come here? Can you come here? And she's like motioning with her hands. I'm like, huh? What? What? And like, I'm waiting for ice cream, my guy. Like, can no I way. get my ice cream? And so... Then I don't move, so she steps closer and just puts her hand all up in my hair. Like, she was touching scalp, and I have thick hair. Like, her hand was all up in my hair. Did not even ask. And did not even ask. Didn't even Not even a you. word to me. Not even a word to me before. Like, she's just touching my hair. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's touching my hair. She really is touching my hair. And so she, like, starts moving my hair around and, like, playing with it. And she's like, I just wasn't expecting it to feel so soft. And it smells so good. I was like, uh, um... Th Whoa. Thank you. Right. Like, thank you. Um, what do you say to that? She just keeps touching my hair. And I'm saying, you're like, this lady's really touching my hair. Like, do you understand? Like, like I know maybe we don't have to deal with that in COVID times, but touching touching somebody's hair without asking, period, just rude. Yes. Like, running your hand through someone's curls, so rude. Especially because I know that my curly hair takes forever to do. Oh, yeah. Like, if I'm wearing my hair down, it is because I just spent the last, like, two hours combing it out putting in product like doing my yeah, thing no i definitely can relate and like you running your hand through my curls you just ruined it you just ruined two hours of work my man you just right. ruined it uh so that's like and that's only one of my experiences i've had people just touch it i've had people come up i've had i've had teachers yank on my hair like just like playing with it watching it spring back up like that's rude and like i don't know about all of you but if i see somebody's dog I always ask if I can pet their dog. So why am I receiving less respect to my personal body, my personal hair, than a dog? Absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You would not just run up to somebody and pet their dog without asking. You would not run up to somebody and just touch their kid without asking. Like, you don't do that. You don't take things from people without asking. So don't touch their hair without yeah. asking. And I think for us, for um, people of color, it's it takes 
a lot more time to get like things like our hair done and like it's just not that simple we have different type of texture different patterns so we spend pretty much more time so if you just come up and touch it's like a slap in the face saying oh I did that all for nothing so we really don't want to feel like that mm -hmm. and that goes to our next point which is do recognize that lots of people of color not every single person of color and White people also have curly hair, but do recognize that their hair might be different than yours. It might require more products, it might require more time, might require more effort, they might do it differently. Respect that. And don't assume that just because we have naturally long or big physical qualities that it's fake. For example, hair, lashes, eyebrows, butt, breasts, lips. We were born with it. We were born with it being either long or big. Just don't assume it's straight. Don't don't make them feel different because of it like the amount of people who have been like your hair's so big you should straighten it or like this is so big you should straighten it or this is so big it looks fake like that's not like that's such a backhanded compliment like that's such a slap in the face it's not even a compliment at all it, exactly it's not even a compliment at all at all like if you see a girl with big curly hair and you're like damn like your hair's so curly like is it real is it fake like that's so rude same thing with physical attributes like i've had people come up to me like oh my god you look like you have lip injections i'm like Thanks. Right. <laughs> that made my day. Like, that's just not how you talk to people. If one were to find out, like, the qualities of your hair, what should they do to ask? I think, I think if you like somebody's hair, you should just say, I like your hair. It's not, it's none of your business if somebody's hair is real or not. Yes. So frankly, if that's bothering you, that's a you problem. And you know what? Like, you're, you might never find out and you're just going to have to deal with that. Like, you, whether or not your roommate's hair is real or not, it's, it's not your problem. It's not something that you get to know. You're not entitled to that information. You're, you're just not. Like, that's none of your business. Yes. Leave them be. Also, don't make them feel bad if they do. If, like, like I know that a lot of times, when I had braids once. Senior year of my high school, I got braids. The amount of people who are like, why are you doing that? You have such nice hair. People don't get braids because they don't have nice hair. People don't get, like, extensions because they don't have nice hair. They get it because they like the look, or they get it because they want to, or because it's a protective hairstyle. There's a million reasons, and you know what? Do not make your friends of color or your roommate of color explain that to you. Period. And also, after saying you like your roommate's hair and Just stopping right there, Just if, you, if, if, if you are more curious and want to find out more information, that's where the research comes in because you don't want to ask those awkward and disrespectful questions. And if it's so. about like certain products, like if you like, like let's say you do like the way your roommate shampoo smells, you don't have to walk up, be like, <sighs> getting all up in their face and in their hair and be like, wow, you smell so good. What are you using? You just be like, yo, what's your shampoo? Or like, I like this. Or your hair looks really healthy. What shampoo are you using? Yeah. Like there are just, there are smarter ways to phrase questions to get information that you want without being rude and without being very culturally insensitive. That also goes along with, don't like, like I, oh my God. When I was at a summer program, I had a white roommate and she would always clock me for the products I used in my hair. She would always come and feel like it was her place to tell me like, you're using too much of this in your hair. Your hair doesn't need this. Why do you have so many products? Why do you use so many things? Why are you doing this? Blah, 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 blah. Why should anybody have to explain that to you? And that's not even a race thing. That is just a common sense thing. Do not make your roommate feel like they need to explain certain things to you, especially about things in response to their body like like and if your roommate sleeps with a bonnet or a scarf or something like that just let them do it it's to protect their hair don't make right. comments don't ask them what it is like why why does it bother you why do you need to know like it's none of your business like let them wear their bonnet let them like 
what the like <laughs> and it's very obvious that their hair is different because if um you have a white roommate and a black roommate you guys don't have the same curled pattern or texture or mm -hmm. like even length so it's different it's not going to be the same exact way that you keep your hair not everyone's going to be like you people are different and you just have to accept it yes nicely speaking of people being different also, like, if your roommate has an accent, if they use certain slang, if they have different ways of speaking, if they have different ways of doing things, go out of your way to make, like, to... Actually, no. Do not go out of your way to ask them about it. I've had roommates clock me for speaking my language with my parents and with my grandparents oh, and no. with other people. Like, hello? Oh, no. If I'm not talking to you, then you do not need to know what I'm talking about. Right. Period. And just because Period. you speak in your language doesn't necessarily mean that you're, like, talking about someone in code. Exactly. It's just that that's how you communicate Exactly. So please be cognizant when your roommate is doing their thing, when they're talking in their other language, when they're using certain slang, when they're, when they're just being themselves in regards to their culture. Be aware of that understand that certain things might not be meant for your ears or understand that they might just be more comfortable talking that way and like right. let them do it and also let's say english is not your roommate's first language do not do not mistake forgetting one word of a different language than is your first language as stupidity because you know what i would love to see people who do that speak several other languages right. sometimes you forget a word here and there it does not mark their intelligence right people don't all come from one place people at wpi people are here from all, all over, over the world. world all over the world speak multiple languages it's going to be hard for them to speak it's going to be hard for them to speak english as perfectly as you do so just don't don't criticize them for not speaking perfect English. It's also rude because you know what? Not everybody's first language is English. And also English being your first language is not a mark of intelligence. Because you know what? Somebody who speaks five languages is probably a little bit more inept to languages than somebody who speaks one, even if you speak it perfectly. Like, understand and have patience for that. And also don't mock. Making fun of somebody's accent is not nice. It's not okay. It's not funny. Like, it's just, it's not cool. Don't yes. do that. Someone's like, so rude. Someone's accent is not a trend. Exactly. And, like, like you know, you know what I mean. Like, just be aware of how you're treating your roommate in regards to things that isn't something that they can change. Like, somebody can't just get rid of their accent if that's how they learned how to speak. And also, going off from that, that also goes with, cu like, cultural things that they might do with their parents. Like, if somebody's, like... If somebody is like calling and teaching their parents something or like, like I know that sometimes my grandparents need translations of things. My grandmother is from Kivard and she speaks Kivard in Creole and sometimes she'll need me to translate something for her. And you shouldn't be making fun of your roommate for having to do that or for, or for their family for not being able to do that because you know what? Not everybody has the same walk of life yeah. and speaking English is not a measure of intelligence. Yeah, and don't get us wrong. It's not wrong if you ask what, what language, language are you speaking? What, yeah, yeah. It's not, that's not a wrong question. You it's can, more of the comments like, don't speak that around me. Like, you or have to speak that's English. weird. Or that's weird. It's yeah. when you get opinionated that can sometimes be offensive because not everyone thinks like you do. So exactly. Not, or making fun of them for like missing a word or something like that. Exactly. Like, that's just not your place. Um, same thing with slang. If like, I know that, Luessa, you use a lot of slang that I don't know sometimes because you're Girl. like, no, no, I swear to God, I don't. Yes, you do. We literally speak. No, like, we have some very similar slang. Like, I know, like, I do some, like, 
pop culture things like I I adore Megan the Stallion and like sometimes somebody would talk to me and I'll just go ah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys know she's that at the end of a lot of our podcasts. Um but it's because I adore Megan the Stallion and like that's just a pop culture thing. That's not necessarily like a I do it because I'm black or I do it because I'm converting or drinking. Like, do it. That's, exactly. That's just like an I like Megan the Stallion thing. So like don't assume everything's like from their culture. Don't assume that like they talk a certain way because they're like something like that. Because they're don't assume they talk a certain way because of their race. Like that's just rude. Like I've had so many people come up to me and be like, oh my God, you talk so white. Like what does that mean? People talk a certain way because of their place of origin. That's where they grew up. That's where they were born and that's what they grew up around. So that's what they know. Exactly. So, also that's so rude because I know what they're saying is that I speak with like proper grammar or I speak a certain way. And like, since when did speaking right turn into speaking white? Like, do you not realize you're subtly putting down like black people? Like, right. what did you expect for all of us to talk with broken English? No. That's racist, yeah. that's rude. That's like, very that's, rude. Like that's, like, that's the type of microaggression that I think a lot of people just let slide. That's rude, stop it. And the same thing with, if you're the type of person who's like, oh, this person's a certain race, so their parents are this way, that is rude. That is racist. Parents are an individual thing. And yes, certain things come from certain cultures, but you can't just meet somebody and start assuming that because they're from this culture that their parents are this way and they're going to act this way and they're going to like these things because you know what? You don't know them. Yeah. And here's a way to know what to not assume. If you don't know someone on a very personal scale or level, you can't assume anything about them. Mm-hmm. Black or white, black roommate, white roommate. You can't, you just can't. Yeah, some of these are just general things. Um, but, but we really, really want to include them. Also, know your place. Know your place in regards to things like Black Lives Matter. Know your place in regards to racial and social justice movements and issues. Okay? Yes. So let's say you have a black roommate, but you don't support Black Lives Matter. That's an issue. But we'll get into that another time. It is not your place to start tearing down someone's identity and the things that they do to feel more comfortable in their identity. We both go to WPI and it's a PWI, which is a predominantly white institution. And actually all colleges in the US, except for HBCUs, which are historically black colleges and universities are PWIs. Right. And I know that people are going to say that that has to do with the amount of people of color who are in the United States, and we're not gonna get into that right now. I don't have the energy. But just because we are the minority in a school does not mean you get to boost your political agenda, your social justice agenda onto black students. So if they support Black Lives Matter, if they support a political candidate, you do not get to invalidate that for them. You do not get to say, you do not get to attack them for it. You do not get to come up on their views and say that this is wrong because this this is this this and this and if you're one of the people who's like oh like it's a shame that like black lives matter are being killed but i cannot support the senseless violence of blah 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 on the streets like how about we put the people before the property yes okay how about it's a shame like like there's like if you're like oh it's a shame that like black people are being killed in the street but i just can't support the senseless killing of like the senseless destruction of property how about it's a shame that buildings are taking some crossfire but the senseless killing of black people in the streets of america by cops needs to stop like you need to you need to try and understand and or keep your mouth shut yeah like it's just not your place and if you have a black roommate or a black friend you need to know where we are in society today with the 
police brutality against black Americans because let's say you want to go out and I don't know you see like a political sign that you don't agree with then you I don't know you steal it vandalize it or whatever you bring it home and you have a black roommate if something ever happens like police comes through you have to think about what the the police are going to think or who took it so you don't want to put your roommate or black friend in that awkward position or that um dangerous position even uh, having, yeah. yeah. So no, it's it's very true. You need to be so so careful because you know what? When you have a roommate, automatically you guys are gonna be sharing the blame. If somebody does something wrong, it's gonna like happen. But in the situation where race gets involved, like you hate to see it, but a lot of times it'll end worse for students of color. And like that's just how the world works. It's not fair. It's not right. But it does happen. And I refuse. Like I refuse to believe that you can't understand that. You have to understand that sometimes consequences are bigger for your African-American counterparts. And that's important for you to remember as their roommate, as somebody they're living with, just be careful. Just be careful. Be careful. Also understand that they might not be comfortable like doing certain things, like going into stores at night. Maybe they don't wear a hood when they go into stores at night. Like, Just be cognizant of those things because yeah. you know what? we walk through the world differently. We will always see the world differently than people who aren't treated differently because of their skin type, their skin tone, et cetera, et cetera. Also understand golden rule. Gold golden rule. rule. Are you ready, general? If a person of color tells you that something you're doing makes them uncomfortable on a race level, that something you're doing is racist or hurtful to them, understand that it is. Don't try to fight them on it. Please understand that, like, if somebody, if a person of color is telling you that something you're doing is racist, do not argue. Don't argue. It's not an argument. It's not an argument. Because you know what? If somebody is telling you that something that you're doing is making them fear for themselves because of a race basis, because of, like, an emotionally charged thing, because they don't feel supported on a race platform, listen. Yeah, you have to listen. Don't invalidate how they're feeling. Because like Dee said before... Black people, they go through things that maybe a white person doesn't and they are seen differently by the um, other races. So you can't just assume that what you do or what you're doing is not racist because they probably have experience in that matter. And let's take race out of it. If your friend comes to you and is like, the way you said this thing really hurt my feelings. Are you really gonna sit there and tell them no, it didn't? Yeah. Like really? Are you really gonna do that? Like, do you really think that that's smart? Do you really think that that's your place? I think to understand this better, we should, you really need to know the difference between racism and racial prejudice. Yes, there is a really big difference. Racism is something that has come about through the systematic oppression of black people, from slavery, from how systems were built, from the very fact that they weren't included in the constitution, et cetera, et cetera. It's, that's why you can't be racist towards a white person. Now, now, I know that might have made a lot of people angry. I'm not saying that you can't be racially prejudiced. The difference between racism and racial prejudice is the systematic historical oppression that white people have not faced. And I'm talking about systematically throughout history, built into the very systems that we still use today, such as the prison system, et cetera, et cetera. A really good book about this is The New Jim Crow. Um, and I read it and it was fantastic and it does a really good job of explaining it. But essentially what's happening is that racial prejudice is like 
what happened when new groups of immigrants came to the U.S. and were persecuted and like were not treated fairly and had a lot of things going against them. The difference is those groups weren't enslaved here. Those groups did not suffer the systematic racial prejudice that comes with being black in America and having gone through slavery and having been a slave and having those rights stripped away from you and not being seen as a whole person. That's the problem. That's the difference. It does not mean that you can't say things that are culturally insensitive to white people and that that doesn't matter, et cetera, et cetera. It just means that that's racial prejudice versus racism, which is about the systematic historical effort of it all. Yes. I'm just gonna give you a round of applause. Oh, D just preach. Just for the one time. Period. <laughs> um, yeah, and so last thing I really want to talk about is diet racism, mm -hmm. yeah. which is just microaggressions again. These can come in any form, but usually come in the form of questions from people who aren't educated on how you talk to people about like questions you're really wondering. Like if you ask a black person where they're from and you're expecting an answer like Africa, that's diet racism. That's a microaggression right there. One, not every black person's from Africa. Not every person of color knows where they're actually from due to slavery. Not every person knows their history. So when somebody asks me where I'm from, I usually answer Boston. And if your next question is like, no, but where are you really from? I will get mad. I will be upset. Because you're asking me that because you don't think I'm from this country. You think you're from Africa. And I'm not. Okay, for all of you who need a geography lesson, Jamaica's not even in Africa. Okay, no. Jamaica is in the Caribbean. Get a map. Also, Africa is not a country. Um, so. Stop. Stop. I can't. No, people don't know this. Stop. Stop. People don't know this. Anyways, also not every black person's from Africa. Please just understand that. Yes. Please, please. If you can't understand that, then like. And sometimes a black person may not know what um, origin they're from because slavery happened. So And lots of people lost track of where they're from and what their family's from and like their culture. And so they might not know and they and might not want to answer. And you're not entitled to that answer. You're not entitled to know. And they the don't have the to day, tell you. At the end of the day, you cannot blame them. Exactly. You cannot. Uh, so that's a huge thing. And then going off from that, there's also the fact that like, if you're asking them like, oh, what was your first language or things like you speak really good English, like I would hope so. It's my first language. Right. Uh, like I would hope so. I was born here. Or like your hair is really long for a black girl. You're really pretty for a black girl. I know people think that people don't say that. I know that some of the people are at home or sitting here like, nobody actually says that. I have had that said to me. People do I say have that. had that said to me. I've been called a half breed. I've literally been called a half breed because I because I have like lighter skinned parents. I have my grandmother on my dad's side is very on my dad's side is very um, fair skinned, and I have been called a half breed. I've been asked if I was adopted when I was walking with her. Things like that are all microaggressions, and you know what? That's honestly some of the worst kind right. because, like. What am I supposed to say to that? No, exactly. I'm not adopted. <laughs> no, I've been told that I was I was too light skinned to be at, from Africa or from yeah. Nigeria. But like, um, that's actually not true. That's not true. If you go down to South Africa, there's like a lot of light skin. So and also being like skin color does not define origin and geography. Exactly. So just watch that. Y'all, we are in 2020. Yeah, let's let's move a little faster towards that equality stuff. Uh, don't think that just because you haven't seen it that it doesn't happen. Because why would you see it? If you're not a person of color, why would you experience these things? Right. Why would you experience these things? 
And that goes right along with not invalidating other people's experiences. Exactly. Just because you haven't seen it, just because you haven't experienced it, does not mean it doesn't happen. Last weekend, I was walking around with my friend and there must have been like a Trump rally or something going on because there were a bunch of trucks flying the Trump flag and the Confederate flag. And as I was walking towards um, the Higgins lawn, mm -hmm. uh, like one of the trucks with the Trump flag just starts honking at me and my friend. And oh, they also yeah. had Confederate flags on their bumper sticker. And when I tell you this truck followed us into the um, parking lot by Higgins, oh, no. like I'm so, like I'm so, I'm so serious. And it had Confederate flags on its front. It was like a black pickup truck. That's scary. Yes. Like that is scary. scary. So scary. So, so so scary. scary. Like I was I was very much so afraid. And also it's even illegal to fly the Confederate flag. So oh, like hello. Exactly. Um, and I've there I've actually also been in a situation where I got scared. So I was in I think I was in tenth grade in high school. Um someone in my class had asked the teacher why can't he was white. He goes, Why can't I say the N-word? Oh, and like, I'm just sitting there thinking, did he really just ask that? Am I really? I, I literally pinched myself. Wow. And then, so me, there was one more black person in the class. Of me course. and that black person turned and look at, looked at each other like simultaneously. And we had never talked to each other ever that whole class time. We just looked at each other and I was like, mm, I'm just mm -hmm. not even gonna say anything. Cause normally I would raise my hand and like answer his question. But like this ourselves. question, like for all I know if I answer it the wrong way something could happen to me So I actually felt scared for my life answering the question that goes along I just heard from one of my friends a lot of stories about white kids saying the n-word at parties. Oh, yeah, no, that's true You know who you are My only question to you is like why 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 do you feel the need and also what like why like why? Like is it a power thing? Like, does it do you make want you feel better you about yourself? Yeah, does it make you feel better about yourself? Do you feel good knowing that you're using a word that was used to oppress a lot of people? Like, like why? I don't. I don't understand why people can't understand the significance of the word. Now, I personally don't use it. It's just not my cup of tea. Like, it's just not, just not for me. Right. However, it does help some people feel like they're reclaiming the word. So one day when it inevitably is yelled at them, it doesn't hurt as much. Exactly. That's why some people use the word. It's out of fear that it'll be used against you so you use it yourself. But that word's never going to be used against you. That word will never hold any power over you. That's not your word. And that's not fair. And if you do say the N-word and I find out, please don't be my friend because I don't want that in my life. And I know there are other words like this for other cultures and I don't say them and you shouldn't either. Right. I'm sorry, like, it's just like... Also do research if you really want to know because, <laughs> come on. Like, and it's, and it's not the same thing and you don't get to decide that. That's not for you to decide. It is not your place to decide how people cope and use their pain. It's just not your place. Exactly. It really isn't. So? On that note, I think this was a really fun discussion. Okay. I had a lot of fun. You I had a lot of fun. I had a lot too. Okay. This is fun. Okay, so as you guys know, on Friday we'll be having our on the DL segment. Yes, that is where you can ask us questions anonymously and we will answer them. On our Instagram story. Yep. Uh, and that'll happen all day on Friday. Uh, DM us anything you guys want to hear from us, anything you guys want to see yes, in the remember, upcoming episodes. Please remember that we are open to anything you want to hear, your discussions, so please let us know. Also, don't forget to follow our social medias. Instagram is at Golden Hour Talk, TikTok go at Golden Hour Talk, and same as Twitter. 
Mm-hmm. And we will be responding to you guys all week, all, yeah, all the time. And a few posts coming soon, so stay, stay tuned. tuned. And we'll see you next week.